right. Yay, we're back again. <laughs> Markle season is going to continue. Yes. Hi, guys. Uh, it's Reagan Love Campbell. And Dr. Robin. Woohoo! And we're back for Happily Never After. <laughs> Episode 15. Episode friggin' 15. Which is awesome. So cool. And we hope that you guys have listened to at least one. Yeah. <laughs> but, at le- you know, all 15. Because what you don't know about us... Is that I listen in the car on my way to work because I don't like going to work. <laughs> and I need to laugh. That is so and, true. You yeah. really don't. No, not really. <laughs> and I get text messages randomly from Reagan, who's in the bathtub listening to our podcast. And I'm like, you know, I hope we have more than two viewers. Listen, Listeners. let me tell you, a bath with essential oils and Epsom salt and some happily never after and a glass of your favorite whatever yeah. is lovely. Yes. <laughs> Alcoholic or non-alcoholic. That's no right. judgment here. You can have juice. Whatever you feel. <laughs> you have chocolate milk. <laughs> Ginger ale. Right. Ginger ale and cranberry juice looks and tastes just like a mixed drink yes. without the hangover, people. I prefer alcohol, <laughs> as we know. <laughs> All right. So we are super pumped because, okay, so I know I said last time that we were going to do the sweetest heart. No. We're, we're into spring fever, all that. Yeah. We just... Can't said no i watched that damn movie and was like this is so friggin' dumb that it, there was nothing about it to me that felt worthy of a of a of a review so it would have been a 10 minute podcast exactly and that's not what you're looking for you want our hour and a half plus <laughs> of all this deliciousness yes of our course. melodious tones yes Reagan singing yes my cackle because that's what I'm good for. I'm the one who's usually laughing in the background. <laughs> well, it's Reagan me... has fallen off the chair a couple times. Totally. It's me laughing at all of our jokes. Um, but yeah, so we actually, and this was Robin's idea. So great, right? Oh, sure. Do I'm the royal. We're doing a royal theme, right? Yeah, we decided we were going to do Markle season. And, you know, we watched the one that was a little bit of a flop. Wah, wah. Yeah. Markle season. <laughs> <laughs> and... I think there's one other Marco one, but we haven't... Yes. I haven't found it yet. It's the Dater's Handbook. The Dater's Handbook. But I figure, you know what? Let's just... If we can't do Marco, let's do Royals. Yeah. This is a Hallmark obsession. Let's just do it. Yeah. Marco and Royals until the Royal Wedding. So that's the plan. And I figured, you know, Royal Matchmaker. Apparently it was like the highest rated show one night. Yes. So last Saturday, this was the highest rated television cable show on... Which is just, because everyone's freaking obsessed with Harry and Meghan. What the actual fuck? I know. Well, and I want to know, did Harry hire a matchmaker? Is that how he found Meghan? Because oh, I, I have more respect for Meghan than this, but... That boy does not need no matchmaker. Well, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe for the future misses, as opposed to the future, or the, the current misses right now. Yeah. Maybe, but... Okay, misses, know? I'm going to drip butter on him. <laughs> Whatever works. And sop him up with a biscuit. <laughs> yes. Sorry. I have uh, acclimated to some southern things. <laughs> That's right. That's Biscuits right. and butter. That's the style. Oh. All right. So like yeah. like Robin said, we're doing Royal Matchmaker. This one is with Bethany Joy Lenz. And then I never Who? got his actual name. <laughs> Does she even go by Joy Lenz? So she just Our goes Bethany? by Joy. Yeah. But because you kept saying Bethany. I was so confused. <sighs> Girl. Okay. This is what I don't like about people. <laughs> I don't like this Wait, in there's real only life. One thing? <laughs> no. We know there's many. <laughs> okay, so what I don't like on TV and in real life is when people don't go by the damn name that your mama gave you. <laughs> so, 
it's so annoying. Like, yes. Now listen, if you're, if you have all your situation updated, if your social security number, if your email address, if all of your, you know, documentation is, uh, your passport is updated to this new fake name of yours, <laughs> your middle name, the name you came up with in whatever the garage, yeah. whatever it is, <laughs> fine. <laughs> but when you got names floating around all over the place and I can't figure out what your real name is from your fake made up name that you want to be called by, I'm sorry, like I, you're annoying me already. Okay. I think I get your point. Rob is going to bring it down. Bring it down a little bit. So. I know I'm intense. If, if you want to be an actor and you want to be part of the Screen Actors Guild, you cannot have the same name as any other member. So there are a lot of people that have to come up with a new name in order to be recognized by the Screen Actors Guild. That's for a thing? SAG Awards and things like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, so that's fine. why a lot of people do it. Fine. Because of the, you know, official actor registry whatever but um i guess you get better agents better scripts uh, again you have a whole award show for the screen actors guild where you vote on things like that right but i mean i'm with you in that if you have to change your name for that then everything should be in that name and then keep your private name for your private life because you don't want us knowing that shit anyway yeah see and i think i think there's some issues here and we won't stay on this too long but so Why not? Bethany Joy Lenz was on One Tree Hill. So if y'all as remember Bethany her Joy Lenz. as Bethany Joy Lenz. So yeah. now you can just call yourself Joy Lenz in these Hallmark movies 15 years later. I'm, you're confusing yeah. me. Okay? Well, and I don't that like it. would annoy the hell out of me too. <laughs> See? Okay. So we're back on the same page. And then the um, prince in the movie is yeah. Will Kemp. Yes. That's the name. You don't know him. No. <laughs> it's fine. Again. They got him, honestly. And looks good in decent lighting. Good in decent lighting. Eh. Yeah, but I was not. Were they you like the total? I think they went with the let's go the whole Prince Prince Charles route. <laughs> he big does. ass ears, <laughs> which is fine, right? Girl, yeah. I mean, people have ears that are bigger. That's fine. I yeah. love Dumbo. What what? <laughs> but girl, it's like they tried to find someone that would actually look like they were from the House of Windsor. You know Stop. what? Word. Yes. That is exactly. Stop. He and he, Because the only people I care about in Windsor were the ones that came out of Diana's body. That <laughs> okay. <laughs> Amen, girl. Um, right. But yeah, like he's, he's definitely, like he's classically good looking, but yeah, he has some of that. Yeah, yeah. He does have a royal weirdness to him that does fit, I guess. Well, and he's one of those that if he was wearing a t-shirt and jeans... You probably wouldn't notice him, but because he's in royal garb. True. And he has his hair done. And that hair, yes. He does have good hair. It's so, like, quaffed, you know what I mean? That it's just you, that royal quaff. You want to put your fingers in it. Yeah, you want to mess it up. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that was like, I don't know why I just That's did, okay. like, a weird sex look or something. Yeah, you totally did. <laughs> and we're in your closet, and I don't know what's going on, but. <laughs> yeah, dude, we're back in the closet with the better, uh, the better audio. Yeah, because apparently my house sucks. No, it doesn't. No, it's just, it's just too open. It's too open. All right. So. Moving on. Let's get down to this. A synopsis. You got to do the synopsis. Am I doing the synopsis? Go for it. All right, let's do this. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. So, um, we've got Bethany, who is Kate Gleason. She is like a celebrity matchmaker extraordinaire. Yeah, because we haven't seen that on Bravo before. <laughs> yeah, it's like Patty Stanger or whatever, yes. the millionaire matchmaker. I Picture make that. so many. I mean, it's, it's yeah. like watching her show. Get in that zone. So uh, she's pretty famous. Then we hit this prince of, what is the name of his country? Oh, 
I wrote it down. Isn't it Valdavia? Like, and then I said Valva? What? But is it Baldavia or Valdavia? I thought it was with a V, but you really can't tell because it was. <sighs> it's so odd. Okay, let's just call it Valdavia. So. Because Ia means it's. There's <laughs> means a royal, royal family. family. Yes, yeah. exactly. So. <laughs> so it means don't castle. Don't move to a place with Ia at the end. <laughs> yeah, unless Aldovia. you plan on spending. Valdavia. An extra $20,000 a year to make sure they have a house or it's, a castle and he. He didn't. Oh, God. All right. So, sorry. Back to the recap. So, we get to Prince, who, again, very much like a Christmas prince. Um, He's kind of a cad. He's never been photographed with the same woman twice. He needs to get married. I know. I know. So, his father is the father, his king, the father of the king. Sorry. His father, the king, <laughs> say that right, yeah. is um, pressuring him to get married. He needs him to get all kingly at this point. Yeah, like you got to settle down. Yeah, like you need you're to, thirty. You've been sowing your wild oats all this time, all this time, and now it's time to yeah buckle right. down. So, um, so the victor, who is the um Val- sort of like Val- hand of the king, Valet. <laughs> Sorry, I've been watching too much Game of Thrones. Yeah. Okay, we're yeah. not gonna. He's not a Lannister. <laughs> Okay, sorry. He's the cutest guy in the movie. Let's give him props. (laughs) Sorry, he is the prince's valet. Um, He finds Kate and is like, this is how we're going to get the prince matched. Because he's just never been able to find love. He's kind of cynical about love, all that stuff. So Kate comes out to Valdivia and, um, you know, works to find him a match. Um, Of course, throughout this process, there's all these little... We hate each other. We love each other. Right, we hate each other. We love each other. They end up falling for each other at the end. And, um, yeah, and that's kind of just the premise of the movie. So it's all about how that happens. Yeah, big shock. (laughs) Big shock. All right, so we open up, and Kate is at the wedding, the most recent wedding where she has matched a celebrity couple. I feel like this is another theme, that it's like, if we are involved with wedding details in any way, shape, or form, we're going to go and say uncomfortably long at someone's wedding <laughs> and stare at them longingly. So true. She's like, I'm there. Ch- they're cutting the cake. The cutting of the cake. So, sorry, at my wedding, it was, okay, so my wedding started at, like, I think 5.30. It was kind of a dusk wedding. And then the cake was cut. It was dark, but <laughs> we were cutting this cake. It was probably, like, 9 o'clock by the time we were cutting this damn cake. So, like, she'd been there for a hot minute. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't you think after you've matched people, you're kind of done, right? Yeah. Do you even come to the wedding? Like, is that really I even? would you're think not it would fit more than, like, a florist. Tr- true. But. <laughs> Danica. Like, yeah. Like, she matched us. Let's invite her. But it would be weird. Right. And it would be like, I don't know anybody here. Yeah. I just know you and I know him. And you guys work Who on paper for at least the last six months. So we're good with this. It's very odd. But they do call her, I love this, they call her the Queen of Hearts. So that's kind of her, her um, call name. Yeah. yeah, that's her call name. <laughs> that's what she's called that in the tabloids. really bad, but <laughs> she doesn't dance around poles call name. <laughs> but um, apparently wow. some pop star she hooked up, like, gave her that nickname. Yes, yes. And she... She worked for another matchmaking company for 10 years, and then she is just, it seems like recently, within like the past couple of years, started her own company and is doing amazing. I take note of that later, because I feel like there's a little bit of, 
okay, when we first enter the movie, it seems like she's well-established and it that does. she's matched all these people. And then once she gets, like, the we can get there, but once she gets this call from the, the king and the and Vincent, it's gonna make it whatever, Victor, yeah. Victor, <laughs> Victor um, not Vincent, um, she kind of, she regresses into this, like, I just started. I don't know what to do. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Anyway. I thought she was more established than that. So, anyway, she has an assistant named Brittany as well. Who... I love. So cute. Their little relationship in this movie is super fantastic. And and acted well. Yeah. Yeah. She's the comic relief. She is. In the most straight-laced way. And I love it. Yes. We all need a friend like that. She absolutely is wonderful. Um, um, there are a bunch of kids. They keep showing up. They're like they're her little... They're fucking annoying. Yeah. <laughs> I love children. I love them. She I want to adopt, like, every child that doesn't have a home. Y- y'all, she likes kids way more than I do. <laughs> Way more. Um, Way more. But no. No. These are bratty, obnoxious, entitled... Little rich kids, yeah. Little, yeah. yeah. You want to just bitch slap these kids. And yeah. they're like matchmaker groupies. <laughs> yeah, they like follow her around. How should I ask this guy to homecoming? Like, you're 15 freaking years old. She goes... Ask him. Get some help with your homework. Ask him to help you with your homework. They're like, oh, that's a good idea. I'm like, y'all the dumbest kids. <laughs> well, first of all, and I don't know about you... Very few guys that I was attracted to ever, I could ask for homework and actually get help. No, I was the one helping them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, very wait, much so. Hold on, side note. Dude, there was a guy in <laughs> wait, college. Oh, no, come on. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, junior <laughs> high. Like, Shut up, Robert. Junior high, dude. Oh my gosh. I was so <laughs> in love with Michael Caraggio. It was so ridiculous. It was like so dumb. Everybody was. And like, he, he only knew I existed when he needed my help in school because like i mean you know yeah that's what happens i did well and so like he i remember him saddling up with me for this project and i felt so excited (laughs) and i knew that he only wanted to my help or you like he only wanted 20 years later she's using the word saddled up yeah that tells you what she wanted (laughs) yeah anyway Uh, no, yeah. But no. what's what's your story? No, just a guy that I was head over heels in love with in college, and I did everything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah, totally. I would sit next to him and help him with everything. He was sick and so out of work. I'd bring him soup because I'm a pathetic woman. And you know Ooh, what? Yeah. Things have not changed. <laughs> I still do that. For the people that I have in my life that I care about, they're on a pedestal, and I do all this stuff for them. I understand. And it is hit or miss whether that shit gets returned. <laughs> hit or just miss. Just saying. And it, it really... Sorry, girl. Doesn't it kind of... Well, I don't know if you know anything about Michael now, but really kind of... I get a little bitter. I'm going to admit it. A little bitter. When you help these men along, and they're doing so much better than you, and you're Uh, like... I don't know much about him anymore. He actually ended up marrying a girl that I went to high school with, and I think they... I mean, I think they're happy. It's very nice. It's very cute. We all went to school together, and then she went to my high school, because I went to all-girls high school, and then he ended up marrying her, I think, still. So it was really cute. Like That's awesome. Yeah, it was really super cute. Yeah, anyway. I don't like graduating the same time with some guy. Helped him through the whole time, and then him and I make the same amount of money. I'm like, what the... Anyway. Yeah, so... Maybe anyway, a cut bit to... more than bitter. It's <laughs> <laughs> all right. Don't... Reel it back. Okay, so... Cut to the prince. Cut to the yeah. castle, yes. Um, so the prince is on his way back from the airport. He loves to travel. That's like his yeah. jam. Cool. Because you know? he can afford it. Yeah, why not? I would too. I would totally I could, do that. You know. 
But he's driving this, like, looks like an Alfa Romeo or something. Yes. Or Romero, sorry. <laughs> Alfa Romero, right. Yeah. Whatever. Isn't it? I don't know the name of these cars. Um, Romero, yes. But he drives, like, a bat out of hell up in there. He's just, like, skr And, like, up into the What was that again? Up into the palace. Like, he's gonna hit one of these. reckless prince. Yeah, like, don't hit one of them lions. You know what I mean? Like, the concrete lions. You will not come back from that. Like, He's the prince. Of course he'll come back from that. Because yeah. someone that's trying to, you know, make enough money to put food on the table is going to recast that for him so that no one notices. That's very true. That's very true. Oh. All right. So um, his father's waiting for him. It's yeah. very formal. But I feel like, just to make this point, because I feel like if the movie's going to beat it over our heads, that I'm going to beat it over everyone who's listening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Please. They're trying to make him hairy. Like, Harry had the stereotype of being the wild child. Now, if you actually look at what Harry did, none of it was, like, crazy wild child. Oh, my gosh. He could be so much worse. Yeah, totally. Than he was. But he didn't have the pressure of being king, so he could just do whatever. Right. To certain... I'm sure his grandmother still slapped him upside the head a couple times. Oh, probably. But I feel like they're also capitalizing on this wedding. Like, let's get all this royal stuff out. We'll throw in all these resemblances to the royal family of oh, England. Oh, yeah. And- when you look up this movie, like, and you look up the images, because I always do that to pull pictures, there's all these pictures of Meghan Markle and Harry, too, oh. you know? like If it's you go into hilarious. YouTube to look for the movie, half of them have a picture of... Yeah. Yeah, them too. Markle Windsor. They're so fabulous. Yeah. Um, but it almost is like they blended Harry and William into this guy. It's, it yes. feels almost like that because Harry, you know, he's the wild child, but then William's got all the, you know, princely duties that he's got to, like, follow through on and he stuff. He seems, so. you know, buttoned up a little bit more. He's a little more buttoned I up. I think, yeah. though, with him and Kate, they probably get down. Oh, you yeah. know that. Okay. So. <laughs> three kids <laughs> like, later. Three kids later. Exactly. <laughs> um, so. I guess there's like, you know, so he gets back and it's just this whole thing of, you know, feeling like you're at home and you got all these duties, you know? Yeah, it's just establishing the... He's got to go to the royal parade and he's like, oh, do I have to go? And his dad's like, yes, you know you have to go. You know, yeah, like, it's that kind of stuff. On. Yeah. Um, so then we go back to New York and Matchmaker Girl is basically just getting into bed with a good book. She ain't got no, no man. Yeah. <laughs> But not just any good book, like Jane Austen. Jane Austen, Austin. oh I mean, lord. <laughs> okay, I love Jane Austen. No, but it's wonderful. Again, just because you're trying to paint someone as a hopeless romantic <laughs> does not mean you have to show them what, like reading every Jane Austen novel ever. Yeah. We get it. You know, she could have been reading all kinds of things. She could all have been reading things. How to Make My Business Better. Right. <laughs> That's so true. Like... <gasps> Yeah. yeah, she could have been reading How to Get Shit Done. I just now, read that I will book. Say, it's awesome. <laughs> out of all the, like, romance writers, Jane Austen is one of my favorites because she's like, if I don't get shit in my life, all of my female characters in my books are getting theirs. Yeah, that's true. And they're, they're strong female characters for the yes, time. Yes, yes. And, and they get, I mean, their goal is to get the guy, but that's all the goal was then. There was I no know. hope for business or anything like that. But they, they still work around. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like really. Yeah, she could have been reading like Jane Eyre or something. Anyway, it's fine. So she's marrying your your you know family members is better. (laughs) It's all awesome. (laughs) All right, so um, now we go back to the cat. This was a lot of just like back and forth. It was very weird, but they did establish for us. Actually, they established it back at the wedding that um, 
Kate does not have a significant other because of course the whole kind of like odd you know irony of it is that she's this matchmaker she can see love and she can put love together but she can't find love for herself so that's well and I think oh god because it's not her focus right sure like late 20s early 30s I'm getting my business up and running then I will worry about all this other shit that cripples everybody else mind on her money yeah exactly (laughs) okay but and again another I guess how many people do you know that have their own business or have a career and they are great at it mm-hmm. and they come home and they can't do shit? Yeah. Like yeah. every carpenter I know is not fixing any piece of wood in their house. <laughs> no contractor is coming home. Their houses are the worst ones. Yeah. The shoemaker whose kids got no shoes. Yeah. We yeah. know that story. Yeah. <laughs> it's all very good. Anyway. All right. So back to the castle. Back to Sebastian. So his name is, the prince's name is Sebastian. Of course. I call him Sebi. <laughs> Nice. Because that was easier to type than Sebastian 47 (laughs) times. I just put the prince. Right. Or that guy. So this is where we learn that he is definitely, like, next in line for king, but he is not interested in kingly things. He's not ready to settle down. And his father's like, you need to put your follies away. Um, And you need (laughs) to find... Get serious. What did I put? Make me proud by finding a wife. Is that what he said? Yes. Jeez. Well, I mean, not in, I don't think in exactly those terms, but I'm like, okay, at least the guy's getting the love shame a little bit. And it's not all in the woman. That is very but true, though. People do. I wonder, do, yeah. Does do, it really make parents proud when their kids find love? Is that something to be proud of? Or is that something to be happy about? That's true, right? It's more of like a, you know. It's not like I worked hard at it and finally <laughs> found somebody. I Dude. grew that guy in a lab I and think- damn it, he looks good this time. His skin isn't green. <laughs> Again with the butts and burners. And the, <laughs> and the graduated cylinders. Let's grow, people. This is cloning, right? We need to clone ourselves a a somebody to love. <laughs> I'm. T- you know what? I'm heading in that direction. Yeah, but <laughs> maybe this is what's next. It's remember, fine. remember, guys. We are trying to get Robin to the altar one Hallmark <laughs> movie at a time. So maybe this is next. Is that we're just gonna we're gonna grow her a fiance? So you guys need to find me a Valdavia. Or uh, something, Avia. I'll get my cauldron going. All right. Uh, preferably ginger. Yes. Oh, oh, Lord. Okay. Well. I love the redheads. That's going to be harder to find. Yeah, I um, can dye the hair. That's okay. <laughs> so this is where we meet Victor, or we see him again. Um, the king's hand. Ballot. <laughs> Holy Sorry. hell. Have you He's... not seen Dalton Abbey? No, I have not yet. And we need to watch what? that. Oh, I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. Well, it's fine. Girl, I'm back on the Americans. That that show is fantastic. Anyway. Watch the Americans. Maybe we'll get some ads. Okay. Royalties. So. Royalties. That's right. Direct all money to happilyneverafterpod <laughs> at gmail.com. That's right. Um, so Victor, what we find out about Victor is that he is kind of like He's like the sage black person in, in most of these movies. Except except he's the pauper. And he's white. <laughs> yeah, he's he's the white Brit because there's no black people in Britain, of course. No, he's like the commoner though who has been for, around. For a brief minute, for people that don't know how sarcastic I am, I know that there are black people in Britain. <laughs> I'm just She needed to say yeah. that. So that's important. Okay, <clears throat> very good. So he gives a lot of advice throughout the movie. He's kind of like, you know, he's, he's the best friend that can see he's Andy he's Nelson. The hired best friend <laughs> because he does let's 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 be real he's getting a paycheck from these people so he's, he's kind I of the genuinely pay- cares about them oh he absolutely does he's like the butler you know what i mean he's like yeah. mr belvedere who cares about the damn family but he's still taking that yeah. paycheck home 
Of course. He's still taking the paycheck because he's got to pay for a kid. Mind on his money. Well, we'll right. get there. Anyway, so um, Victor is kind of going to intervene here. This is he's, this is where he gets the idea, and he hears about this matchmaker in America who... Kate. Yes, Kate Gleason, who That's is killing it with this matchmaking game. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> yeah, he finds her, and um, he ends up talking to Brittany. Okay. I thought they were going to hook up. I because they're made for each other. Oh, man. When I we'll get saw there. him talking to Brittany, and she, okay, so th- hold on. This is the thing you got to know about Brittany. Brittany is pretty smoking hot. I mean, she, okay. She's blonde. She's she, very pretty, but she, she dresses like the science nerd. Yes. So the stereotypical one. What they did, though, and this is what they do to people, is they just put glasses on her. They put these thick-ass glasses on her, and that's supposed to make her look not as hot. Yes. But really, I feel like what it does is it gives her the opposite effect where I'm like, this girl is smoking. Yes. And most guys would rather rip glasses off a girl's face. Just saying. Okay. And she's tall and blonde. That whole, All right. like, librarian thing going I on. I feel like I've lost to that in the past. All right. Anyway. So, um. Wow. All right. I was feeling a chemistry between Brittany and yes, uh, Victor. Yes, very much so. I but felt it too. We'll get to that anyway. Um, so he talks to the, Victor talks to the father then about this matchmaker. Um, and yeah. So. They set it up. They set it up. Then the king skypes. I mean, it's this whole big weird thing. But here's the point that you that we need to take away from this. She has four weeks to find true love for this prince from nothing. Right. Like she's got nothing to start from. But on on the the other hand, this is a long term relationship in Hallmark Land. Oh yeah, girl. Four weeks. Listen. Like, wow. She was acting like she she acted like she had four days. Like yeah. I was like, girl, I got four weeks. You're on a Hallmark there. movie. Like, you in real life, yeah, I'd be nervous. But. Exactly. Which, you know what? And the fact that she actually was nervous made it more believable. <laughs> well, and she's like, and again, this is when she starts freaking out. Like, I have four weeks to find the prince. If I don't, it's going to hurt my reputation. Like, I don't think any person is going to be like, she couldn't find a prince royal. Right. A princess in four weeks. I would call that normal. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's going to hurt her business at all. No, not at all. And honestly, I think, you know, the whole promise of what it could be if she (laughs) does find him love is worth the risk. But. You got to take a risk. How, how often do we hear about the royals trying to escape (laughs) the media? That's true. Like. A lot of that. If she doesn't, if she, if she loses, how much is it going to be in the media? And if she wins, how much? I mean, yeah, because it's not going to be about her. It's going to be about him and the women. Exactly. There's this. It, so he would have as much. He'd have more to lose than her failure in her business. He'd it's be not like failure. Four weeks. <laughs> Sorry, girl. All right. Anyway, so they're off to Valdivia. Valdivia. And I don't know. Valdivia. We're never going to get it right. I know Davia. Okay. It's either Val with a B or V. Let's just Val. go with the V. Let's yeah. Valdivia. Valdivia. Because I put Valva all through this. Shit. All right. <laughs> So, well, because it's just, it just was like, all right, we're going there. But before, yeah, before we go to the next piece, I just have to point out again. So my scenery issue with the last movie. Oh, yeah. Every time, like, we have the scene change and they show the hillside, <laughs> it's this cheap ass, like, got it off of iStockphoto.com. <laughs> Tell or it. they just clipped in a piece of Sound of Music because I'm t- the the hills were alive with something. Girl, they just hung up a <laughs> yeah, hung, and then hung up a blanket. There we go. <laughs> Dead mom alert. <laughs> but we're gonna keep it going. 
We're just gonna let this go for a minute. Oh my god, this is so bad, Robin. Because also dead wife alert. Dead wife alert. <laughs> so we, we got two twice. dead women to deal with. We got two dead women. So what we learn is that the prince, Sebastian, uh, lost his mother when he was 19. So this is basically the scene where um, Brittany and Kate get to uh, Valdavia mm-hmm. and they're getting off the train and they're, you know, Brittany's sort of quizzing her. She's like, quiz me on all the things that I need to know about the prince. So she's like, oh, you know, okay, well, this, he likes this, this is or. sixth grade math class. Exactly. <laughs> like, she's going to start making her flashcards after this. It's, it's, it's all in the works. So, um, but, you know, she just wants to make sure she gets to the, Kate wants to make sure she gets to the yeah. meeting and that she's, you know, she primed. Seems prepared. And I don't know why they didn't do this on the train and they're doing it while they're walking. It's very odd. Um, so, and this is where we learn that he's never been photographed with the same r- woman twice. Ha-ha. Because uh, let's beat him, o- beat everybody over the head with the Playboy stereotype. Oh, totally. Which, okay, they did it better in A Christmas Prince because they made him seem like more of a cad. This guy, you don't see him with another woman. It's not like his ex-girlfriend shows up or anything. No, there you know is no I mean? other woman. No. Ever. So it's like they didn't do it well. It just, just say that he likes to travel and then he's, you know, then he adventurous. Might be gay. Like, go that route. <laughs> Okay. I mean, who knows? That works, too. Um, we meet Victor's son, Rudy. Who's adorable. Super adorable. And not annoying like that kid in, um, <laughs> who's looking for oh, a daddy. Oh, the bookstore one. <laughs> Frozen in love. for daddy. Yeah. I was actually just listening to our, do- our Frozen See, in love. this is what she does. Girl, I... Was there a bath involved, Reagan? Uh, absolutely. This <laughs> was <laughs> like the other night. And it was luxurious, and I was listening to us, and it was it was beautiful. But that annoying ass kid, he's not like that at all. No, he's Rudy a cute kid. Is lovely. He is adorable. Polite. And Polite as he's hell. a gentleman. Like he Very knows more so. about how to be a prince than the prince. Yeah, absolutely. He could Just learn saying. some stuff from Rudy. Um, so the prince was about to take off, but has been summoned to the study to meet Kate by yes. his father. And and I don't know. I, this, I wrote this note before this, but when they're walking to the castle, like, I just get annoyed by the fact that, oh, we can't have them marry a commoner, and we have to find someone with prestige. Oh, well, yeah. first of all, spoiler alert, he ends up marrying a fucking commoner. <laughs> and she's from America. Right. Oh, my goodness. Even worse. Yeah. You can't marry one of us. Ugh. We ain't got no well, class. What, <laughs> what did I say? What are we going to do with all them forks? I said I should be insulted, but I probably botched the curtsy anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, the curtsy. You th- it's one of those things that I think you think you know how to do it, but then once you start doing it, you're like, oh, wow, this is wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you need three years of ballet to be able to pull that shit off. For real? I think I started trying to do it in my living room, and then I was like, oh, this is bad. Like- and they're going to blame it all on American culture. No finishing schools here. Like, no. girls don't know how to balance glasses I've on their head. never been to etiquette class. Because that's extremely no. important in life. Exactly. Anyway. No. Chatsworth. Oh, yes. Chatsworth. That's, that's what Victor's last name is. I just want to call him Chatsworth, and that's what I do call him the rest of the time. Oh, I like Chatsworth. Because it's a regal name, and I honestly would rather stare dreamily into his eyes than anyone else in the movie. I feel like that's actually the name of a real snooty school here or something. I feel like that, that sounds very... Or no, I'm thinking of Chote, I think. Anyway, um, <clears throat> so one thing I will say is that when they get to this study and Kate is there, again, reference to Christmas Prince, she is not wearing no damn chucks. She is wearing... She's dressed the part. She is dressed lovely. She's got... I have a whole paragraph written on this. About <laughs> Reagan would be proud. 
Listen, again, you dress appropriately for the occasion. Don't put your... I love my chucks. I wear them daily. I would not wear them to a castle. No. And you can Get wear out them of to here work with because that. of your type of job. Of course. But we yeah. casual at the stove. <laughs> oh my God. All right. We do. That's how we do it. Moving on. Anyway. If I wore chucks <clears throat> to a public meeting, to one of my town meetings that you guys all know about now from last episode, not go over well. And if you don't know about her town meetings and you didn't listen to the last episode, shame on you. Chastised. All right. <laughs> So anyway, I am shocked at the pink and red though. Oh, I liked it though. It looked good, but I was just like, it oh, was I like know. an orangey tomato red with like this few like a uh, It's not a move I would make. Pink. It's not a move I would I make. I could not pull it off. I would do the azalea pink. I don't like to wear red. I would look like clown. You look good in red though. I look good in bright red, but I don't know about the pink and the red together. I think it would be too shocking for the pale. Maybe. I don't know. All that blonde hair though, I think it would really I work. Don't know. Well, she's okay. got some kick-ass red heels though. She does. They're very nice. Um so the prince's father, the king, he clearly told the prince nothing about this. And I get why. Because no. there's no way he would have agreed to it. But, wow. He just, like, you, threw you him, just... him to the wolves. Yeah. <laughs> Who is Kate? <laughs> this is Kate. She's going to set you up with your wife in four weeks. See you later. He basically does Thanks, that. Thanks, Dad. It is exactly what Robin just said. <laughs> I mean, like... it took about the same amount of time. Here's this matchmaker. Bye. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Deuces. <laughs> I'll go ride a horse or <laughs> do some other king thing. What do kings do? I don't know. Um, maybe he's got budgets to tend to. Um, Probably no, because it's a constitutional. Yeah. Monarchy, so, so yeah, yeah. No. Kate and Sebastian proceed to have this super awkward conversation in the study where he's a complete dick. Super dick. Like I don't like calling people that. No. But there's nothing else better that I can say that would be allowed on the airwaves. Listen. And we get pretty bad sometimes. We don't like you. to take false liberties. But he was a dick. Like yes. it was dickish behavior. Like, <laughs> she said, "You can call me Kate." And and I, what should I call you? And he's like, "Your Highness." And I'm like, "You know what? I am not one of your fucking residents. Yeah. <laughs> you are not my Highness." He, oh, he would have got the deep ass eye roll from Reagan, and you know no, what that looks like. there would have been, yeah, I know what that looks like. It's, it's scary, <laughs> just so you guys know. You know you've done something really bad. Yeah. But, I would be proud of you for only doing that. I would have straight up hit him, something would have been thrown, like, that yeah. temper would not, I'm pretty good at containing the temper now. Yeah. No. 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 So, they basically get down to, you know, he proceeds to insult her about her job, um, because she didn't go to college for it. Oh, right. Yeah, of course. But Because this is, you can go to college for matchmaking. Yeah, that's not a thing, idiot. Um, mm -hmm. And then we learn that he doesn't really believe in true love. She's like, I think there's more to you than you let on. Um, and it's, it's you know, and she, and she says, like, you're going to have to trust me for this to work. And I get that, you know, it's you weird didn't know about English. this. Exactly. Right. Um, so it's and she's very used odd. to dealing with people yes. that are nervous about it and put them at ease, but he's just like, he's resistant, not just apprehensive. Well, and they're standing know? up and he does his bow to dismiss her. <laughs> well, let me tell you guys, people, first of all, I was never more angry at a Hallmark movie than I was in that moment. And I realized it was a plot device, you know, this whole, he's a jackass and yeah. she's got to overcome it. But no, like dismissing women, let's not even begin to put that in a movie anymore yeah. can we just raise the standards and let them be a jerk because i don't know something else besides dismissing sure. a woman right. like i put he's an arrogant piece of shit no less than six times for the rest of the page of notes that i have <laughs> but 
this whole dismissive thing, no. No, I don't like it. I don't like no. it at all. No. It, it, it presents that he doesn't think she's worth anything. Mm-hmm. And it, just because you don't believe in what she does does not mean she doesn't have any worth. No, no. Like, back the hell up. Yeah. Ass. Get, get off your Sorry. high horse. Um, hmm. Yeah. Not bitter. So, no, not at all. Um, so, then we go back to where Brittany is. They have created this damn CIA war room. <laughs> it is hysterical. It is it is like matchmaking central. <laughs> it looks they crazy. They got whiteboards, post-it notes, pins. The, they got a insane. map with some lines drawn on it. Listen, if anybody, any of y'all watch Scandal, it looks like a, it looks like OPA. Yep. You know Olivia Pope Associates. It looks like gladiators putting up pictures, yes. painting shit to walls. There's maps. There's, you know, this person's face with this location and a pin in it and written descriptions. It looks crazy. Yeah. It looks like a crime scene investigation. <laughs> like, who is linked to this murder? Yes. <laughs> but Very that's, much so. But, you know. That's, they've got, that's what they do. So they basically they got, got four weeks. They've got four weeks. And they've got all these women. And all people got to meet, so they got really a week and a half. Yeah, honestly, which it's is why crazy. Which is why Brittany's there. Yeah, because she's the analytics. She goes through and looks at personality yes. criteria. That's why she wears glasses because she's analytical and does statistics. <laughs> yeah, and then those like, people can wear contact lenses. Okay, most of them do. Stop trying to beat us over the head with she's smart. Yeah, <laughs> so annoying. Anyway. Anyway. They're walking down the street at one point. Well, wait, 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 wait. Okay, Go back, ro- roll it back real quick, because I love how she comes in, uh, Kate comes in, and she's like, yeah, so the prince is not so charming. <laughs> and that just made me laugh. I thought it was very cute. No, because he's a dipshit. And then Brittany says this really stupid thing that, oh, because she's like, you know, it's all good, though. Kate's like, it's all good. I've set up this dinner, though, so it's going to be fine. And Brittany's like, oh, that's so great, because... Food always helps men think. <laughs> That's another stereotype. I was like, home girl. What is that? The way to a man's heart is through his stomach. Is that the? Is that like yeah. a modern way to say that? Yeah, I guess so. But you know, she, it doesn't. This is work. why we know she doesn't have a man either. <laughs> yeah, no. no. I mean, everybody likes yeah, food. A guy likes a woman who can cook. But if you're cooking him food, this is what's gonna happen. You're slaving over that stove <laughs> for an hour. He's gonna come in. He's gonna sit his ass down. He's going to complain to you about the day he's had, because even though you work nine to five and then still cooked him dinner, his day is so much worse. You're going to eat, and then he's going to go to the couch to fart and or fall asleep. (laughs) Welcome to marriage. That's one way that it happens. In my house, most of the time, I have not done the cooking. (laughs) So, the way to my heart is through my stomach. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, if a guy will cook you dinner, I mean, it's super charming and wonderful. My husband makes a mean <clears throat> eggplant parm, and he knows. Uh, you guys have been telling me that for two years. Have you not had and it And I've never been invited over. <gasps> the shame. Okay, sorry. Eggplant parm, dude. Anyway. It's coming your way this month. Okay. It's not really. I mean, the food, food is a way to anybody's heart, I think. Everybody likes food is my point. And, and especially in our culture, because we're known as being you know, gluttonous pieces of crap. Men aren't the only people who eat. I don't believe in that the man gets the big piece of chicken like Chris Rock was talking about. I don't believe in that shit. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Robin's Reagan, like, what? Reagan has called dibs on the big piece of chicken. Um, yeah. <laughs> word. <laughs> I get the big piece of chicken. Um, okay. So. Kate and Brittany are walking down the street. Yep. They stop because they see Chatsworth's son. And... 
they're doing some fundraiser for the after-school program that's in a neighboring building. Oh, yeah, I didn't take notes on this. Okay, it's cold. Cool. Well, the reason I took notes on it is because they start talking to this woman. Yes. And she, they're like, oh, you know, how did you end up here? Yeah. And she's like, oh, well, I got divorced. And Enter then I, Lorraine, yeah. And I, is that her name? Yes. I didn't write down a name at this point. Yeah, her name's Lorraine. But now I help out with the after-school program, and I found what I've always needed in life, and blah, blah, blah. And I just feel like saying overshare. Yeah. Over ask and overshare. And why do we care about this woman? Right. Exactly. And and I think the thing and I put it in here. I'm so used to Hallmark movies being so transparent and mm-hmm. you knowing what's gonna happen as soon as you meet somebody mm-hmm. that the fact that I didn't know where she fit in <laughs> pissed me off. Yeah, you're like looking at her like, What are we doing with you? Like what is I'm your so thing? annoyed. And I'm like, this is exactly what I've been asking Hallmark to do is not make things so Right. But yet, if it's not textbook, I get mad. Hmm. See? Yeah, the irony. Um, did we skip the dinner? I probably did. Okay, so... No. Okay. So, let's do the dinner. So, now the yeah, dinner... Yeah, now they go to dinner. And that's where... Yeah. So, they sit at the... So, imagine you're in a castle. <laughs> and you would expect mm. that, like, they've got those long-ass tables <laughs> that you could sit at. But that no two people ever want to actually have dinner at. No. Not not sitting on the ends. Not not unless you hate each other. Right. And you have no no reason to speak to one another. No. Then you would, I guess you yeah. would do that if you really just want to eat alone. I really want to eat alone. And the only reason I want you in this room is so that if I die or choke on something, someone's aware of it. Absolutely. That's Somebody it. sees it happen, can maybe run over and help. Probably. You're probably going to die before they reach you. Yeah. But, you know, they, they're they there. They yeah. can call the 911. But not to actually interact. So um, they're sitting at one of these mile-ass-long tables to eat dinner. And, you know, she's describing to him how it's kind of supposed to work, right? And she says to him, you know, it's fitting that you... It, it, like, it's hilarious that you chose the most, like, I think she didn't use this word, but, like, sterile place to have dinner with me. And... Like, I'm supposed to be helping you find love, you know? Like, I'm trying to get to know you, and this is what you've chosen, where you've chosen for us to have dinner. Yeah. So you're putting job. wall up. Thanks yeah. for that. Yeah, thanks for opening up, Dick. Um, <laughs> so, it's fine. <coughs> and she actually says, it's hard to open up when you're sitting in different time zones. <laughs> she has a lot of one-liners in this movie. I love this girl so much. I she dig her so much. She has so much spunk, and she plays it well. Yeah. And I do like the fact that she says what she thinks. Yeah. So at this point, they actually take a walk after having dinner, which is a good move. And he's like, is this better? And she's like, oh, my gosh, this is so much better, you know. And this is where they actually get to know each other a little bit. And they kind of stop and they have a conversation about what they're trying to do. So, um, you know, this is where she also acknowledges, I know I'm a stranger. I know this is sudden. And he says, you know, I notice you don't have a ring on your finger. Um, and I don't think they get into it very much at this point. She kind no. of like dodges it a bit and she's like, okay, well, I think we've done enough for tonight. <laughs> so yeah. I'll see you later. Yeah. I was um, hired to fix you. We're not fixing me. Exactly. Um, so they they go back to, um, she goes back to hang out with Brittany and she's like, oh, why did I take a job without meeting the client first? And, you know, he's the worst. He refuses to take it seriously. Um, he doesn't believe in love. And Brittany's like, it's an act, you know. You're going to crack yeah. him. We'll just have to figure it out. And you know? she knows this. And this is, I guess, a part that bothers me is I understand going back and complaining. Mm-hmm. 
But don't act like you're not going to figure it out because you always seem to. Right. This is why you have a business and you're successful. Believe in yourself. You're going to do it. Um, so this is where I have the notes on the next morning they meet the divorced lady who's selling cocoa. Oh, whatever. <laughs> but again, they're saving another community center, which just drives there's me. There's a community center and there's dancing. Freaking nuts. I mean, Hallmark. Every movie. There is a, there is a, <clears throat> a community center that is shutting down. <laughs> Within walking distance to the palace. <laughs> they walk to this community center? Yeah. Because but that's it what is happened. failing. Like, horribly failing. The who? roof is le- Like, we find out all this stuff later, like, throughout the whole movie. The roof is not working. The heat's not working. No. But yet, this is where the valet's kid is going. Like, no way in hell would the prince not know that. Exactly. Like, Victor, you have known these people clearly for years. Why have you not asked the king? You hired a matchmaker. <laughs> who you walk past every day <laughs> to be like... Hey, can you throw some cash at the community? Can you fix the heat for the community center? Yeah. This is ridiculous logic. No, I would have totally, like, brought my son to work and been like, start <laughs> coughing like you have bronchitis. Sometimes. So that shit. someone asks, why is he so sick? Oh, well, they don't have heat. And, you know, because of the proximity to the palace, this is the only after school program I can send my kid to. He's got Even the consumption. Though- yeah. <laughs> he goes to private school, of course, but. He goes to the shitty ass community center. Now he's got you guys polio. Don't pay me enough. Yeah. Polio. Ain't okay. no vaccinations. Oh my god. You're taking this a little too far, Reagan. Okay. Uh, Sorry. She almost fell off her chair, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the vaccinations. It's very controversial. All the right. next note I have, and yeah. you cut me off if I'm jumping ahead here. I'm so you sorry. can really tell we don't plan this beforehand. <laughs> Not at all. Is that his dad basically is like, would you give this woman a break? Mm. And be a decent human being. Yes. No, that's right. They're on their way back from Parliament lunch. <laughs> that sounds really swanky, and I kind of want to visit that. Oh, I totally want to go. <laughs> we just want to be in a castle, people. <laughs> I so, want a good to friend of mine. Wear fancy dresses in a castle. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. A good friend of mine um, went to England and got married in a castle. And it's actually less expensive than probably what we both paid for our weddings over here. Girl, don't so, get me started. Yeah. I paid anyway. way too much on my wedding. Um, uh, me too, for such a short-term thing. Yes, yes. So I don't know why this talk, for whatever reason, seems to turn Sebastian around and actually He's open like, him right, up. I'm being a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't know that when you dismissed her? I know. The father's like, listen, you need to give her some respect. And he's like, okay, I will. You're right. <laughs> Just like, what? Yeah, because you've listened to your father up until this point. Yes, so much. Such a sage that he is. And so at the same time, Brittany has gone to Victor, which again, more to the point that I thought that these two were going to have some sort of like a chemistry, a chemistry well, or an attraction or something. Yeah. I mean, they just seem so perfect not? anyway. Oh. Um, so she's trying to ask he him kind of, he is, she's trying to ask him for the goods on like Sebi's real personality. Like, what's he really like? Like, give me the dish, you know? And he's just like, Listen. well, not Valley girl, but yes. <laughs> She didn't ask like that. Um, but she's like, you know, and he's like, well, I'm not going to divulge okay. things to you, blah, blah, blah. Bullshit. Yeah. I call bullshit on all of that. Yeah, he's the one who found the matchmaker. Why wouldn't he be willing to just, like, give a little? You're telling someone about a personality. You're not telling their deepest, darkest secrets. No. Nobody... I don't care if he kicked a kid in some third world country once. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> That's so wrong. <laughs> it's wrong. But I'm 
thinking like if that is his deepest darkest secret as a royal like i don't i don't need to know that at this point no to find him a princess not at all what i need to know is does he like a bookworm does he like the action-packed girl does exactly. he like a sense of humor Give me something. What type of girls has he dated? What does he like to do in his spare time? What kind of little quirks does he have? And Not you know, something in a tabloid magazine. You were there when his mother died. And he was there for you when your wife died. Yes. Well, then cut it out and just let's get moving with this stuff. Cut the shit, right? All right. So I totally just did the whole, like, Uncle Dave. Is it Uncle Dave? Uncle Dave? From Full House? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no. cut it out. <laughs> No, Dave, Dave is his real name. Yeah, Dave Coulier. Yeah, yeah uh, sorry. Uncle Joey. That's right. Uncle Cut Joey. it out. Oh my gosh, remember that? <laughs> Full House. Sorry. When uh, I said although, that. I cannot yeah. watch Fuller House. I just, I can't bring myself to do it. I haven't started. No, there's just no way I'm going to do that. <clears throat> um, all right. Anyway. So, so we get back and Sebastian sees the war room and he calls it a war room, which yeah. I was sort of pissed because I felt like he stole my thunder. <laughs> It's like, I was already going to call it a war room, and now he just called it a war room. He's a fictional character. <laughs> okay. I'll calm down. You came up with that on your own. He came up with that with a team of writers. Okay. I'm still, I'm still better. <laughs> Thank you, Robin. All right. But it is, this place does look like a friggin' crime scene. There's shit all over the floor. There's shit yeah. all over the walls. It's insane. Um, so... I really feel like they probably could have done this with a couple of binders... <laughs> And a couple of Sharpies. Like, it's yeah. not... This was not required. All this mess. Two laptops and a printer. It looks like the a gladiators couple, I like notes, are but... in the Oval Office. It's crazy. It is yeah. so nuts. But it's when the gladiators do it, it's because, like, some guy is bleeding to death somewhere. <laughs> yes! And the president did it. Someone is murdered. This is not to find somebody a damn date. Like, no. <laughs> my mm. God. Priorities, people. Yeah, it's insane. Um, but, you know, his father's pride in him. Yes. Rest. On the state. Yes. So anyway, Sebastian came to the war room to find Kate because of the father's, you know, yes. like, listen, give her some respect, you know, yeah. pony up. I'm so, sorry for being a dick. Yeah. I'm going to be a, a smaller dick. But then he won't apologize. Like, she's like, okay, well, I accept your apology. And he's like, well, I didn't apologize. <laughs> it's yeah. like, this is kind of like the, the again, like the Tip frozen in love, yeah. like the them be just being terrible to each or him being terrible, you know, like, yeah. just... If somebody says, I accept your apology, don't be a bigger asshole and be like, well, I didn't apologize. Like, yeah. Are you 12? Well, and she kind of calls him out on it. And I love it because she's just kind of like, really? Yeah. Okay. It's ridiculous. Well, I'll accept it anyway. <laughs> exactly. Like, she's not taking any of his shit and I love it. Um, so she says, okay, well, cool. Can I follow you around on your daily activities? And he says, yeah. And he actually laughs. And she says, you should do that more often. It lights up your whole face. And I yeah. just thought that was, like, a really nice compliment. Yeah. Well, I think we all need to hear something like that at yeah, some point. man. That would make me feel like it. a fuller person. Like, <laughs> Puff every now and then. A little bit. Yeah. All right. So now he's giving a speech. Somewhere. There are... It's, I think it's about kids at some point, and I'm just thinking the community center, really? There are nine people outside. <laughs> nine, none of them are paparazzi. Like, what the... Like, this doesn't exist. There are nine people listening to this speech. This is not a large kingdom. Um, but he does the whole typical, like, I'm going to give this canned speech, and then mm -hmm. I'm going to get frustrated at the cards and throw them down and give the most <laughs> passionate, real, and relatable speech ever. Did he do that? Yes! <laughs> and speak from the heart. And I put that, and I know what you're saying about the war room thing, because I put, speak from your heart in facetious terms. Oh, and then Lord. immediately, like, not immediately, two minutes later, she says, 
well, you spoke from your heart. And I'm like, ah. I know. I can't really. I can't really take it. But then, like, after this, she goes up to him. And I'm like, okay, first of all, she's standing way too damn close to him. So much. I said the same thing. Like, for someone who. They are talking so freaking close. They are. She's standing so close to Oh, my screen went black. Where are the press? Like. Nope. If there is a Playboy prince, and he's going to be king, and we are in this area, and some girl standing that close to him, there is a camera, if there is five. Well, hold on. There was. But what she asked him is, will you be bringing a date to the Jubilee Ball? So here we go, yeah, y'all. That was a reporter. There was no camera involved with oh, that. Oh, well, that's true. But I mean, I'm just saying, she's the yeah. press. So, like... She, a- she doesn't ask anything about the damn thing that he talked about. It's just, you know, and I get it. So this is why the royals get frustrated with the press, because they're talking about the damn community center or saving, you know, mm-hmm. poor kids or whatever it is. <laughs> kids that don't have heat. The um, kid <laughs> As Robin said once, kids that are too dumb to go to school. <laughs> what? Did I say that? <laughs> In one of our other ones. Oh. It was, I just die every time I hear it. Um, <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> it was the love on the slopes well oh for the, for the winter camp that's because it was in the winter. oh my god Reagan's literally pulling off the chair what is winter camp okay <laughs> now i remember i'm like why would i ever say that about children because yeah it I was did. hilarious i, I did right. i said it but anyway He's not talking about that. No. He's talking, trying to talk about something that has meaning, and then they're like, are you going to bring a date to the Jubilee yeah, Ball? Yeah, but there's no popping. Like, pop, pop, pop. Where's the flash of the camera? There's none. These people, this is not... Then don't complain about the paparazzi. They complain about the paparazzi in this movie. I have yet to see it. Well, remember he's going to his car at one point, and the paparazzi come? But again, I don't think any of them had cameras either, and they were just, they just had, like, microphones. <laughs> Well, and it was, like, three of them. And, again, these are the extras that are paid, like, $5. Exactly. You get free lunch at so, the trailer over there far away from where the real people get free. Exactly. And also, people, burr, 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 this is where we learn that there is a ball. <laughs> the Jubilee Ball. Oh. <laughs> so, all of this, the whole four weeks, the whole countdown is that he's got to make an announcement at the Jubilee Ball. Yeah. That he's getting married yeah, or whatever. Like, really, couldn't we call it something else? Jubilee. I think because it's the The 30th anniversary of this king's whatever. And the real Jubilee, like Queen Elizabeth Jubilee, was 60 years, I believe. So get your friggin' math right, Hallmark. All right, anyway. Dude, that woman (laughs) kicks ass. Yeah, she does. Um, And oh, but (laughs) they find this picture. Okay, so the whole um, Chatsworth, uh, Brittany thing, Mm -hmm. she gets this picture of the prince mm-hmm. with like all these kids in a third world country. Oh yes. He built a school there. Yes. For the impoverished So at this children. point when Kate's like standing way too close and they're talking and breathing the same air, which is completely gross. She like whips out this picture. It is the worst Photoshop <laughs> picture. Like I could do better. My son so could do better. Bad. They like put a white person's face over a black person's body, <laughs> blurred it around the neck and said, this'll do. Don't be blurring out more black people. <laughs> know how I feel about this on notice again well you're like on notice for like the 20th time hallmark they didn't blur this one out they just covered his face with a white guy i'm gonna find i am definitely gonna find that on my tv take a picture of it and put it in our instagram it probably wasn't that bad but in the moment i looked at it i felt that i remember it too and i was like wow this is terrible okay anyway Mm. so um so they head off in the limo together kate and the prince but she says let's make an unscheduled stop yes please 
Yeah. Does that happen? Can you do that? Yeah. Well, you know, she's feeling all mad familiar because she met Lorraine and the, learned about the community Lorraine. center with the divorce hot cocoa. And then now she's going to take divorce him there. Divorce I don't know. Divorce hot cocoa. I don't know. It sounded right. So, right. again, they get to the community center. How does he not know about this? Um, they don't have heat and the after school program is at risk. Now, hold on a damn minute. <laughs> because... I did feel akin to this after-school program because my son goes to an after-school program. <laughs> yeah. And we need these after-school programs. Oh, you definitely need after-school. You need children's programs up the wazoo, art and everything, and I'm all yes. for it. But how do they get funding to even have a children's program and a building that the roof's going to collapse? That you can walk to the castle from and nobody knows about. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand mm. it. So he's like, I'll put in a word with the Board of Governors. <laughs> And then that was that was sort of how and it went. flounces off like a prince. Yeah, but he did say he was going to come back to fix the heat, which was cool. Yeah, and he did. And I, you know what? I like a handy man. Let me tell you. <laughs> in what way? And I you? no, and in I mean, way? I mean that in a real fucking sense. No, I'm with you. <laughs> like you need to know how to swing a hammer. You need to know how to split some wood. You need to know how to freaking fix some, you know, pipes or something. Like get out there and do shit. Like somebody who I don't I feel like my. These people that can't flat tire turn a damn screwdriver, you're yes. useless. Yes, you are. Yes, just like your Those were the kids that ended up in winter camp because they were too young for school. <laughs> but winter camp was about skiing Take and not about a using a damn shop class. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that just reminds me like when I was speaking of actually to your story. Uh -oh. I remember when I turned 16 and I got my license. My stepdad, shout out to Shout out to Ray Helfrey, man. He bought me two things. He bought me a kit that, like, would go in your... Both these things would go in your trunk, but he bought me a kit that was like a... It had, like, a call toe sign and flares. Yes, and it had, like, the metal blanket or whatever yes. that would keep you warm. Yeah. And then the other thing he bought me was, like, a little tool set. It was called Do It Herself, and it was, like, light blue, but it had all these, like, really good, like useful tools. Yes. yes! Screwdrivers and wrenches and shit. What, what? That's awesome. Yeah, my dad did all Shout that. Shout out, yo. Anyway, okay. So, back to the story. Um, So, Lorraine and Victor, we learn, used to go to school together. So, they kind of, like, re... Uh, re, -me. re intro, re meet. Yeah. Exactly. Because she went away and got married, and now she's divorced. Yes. Because she's a woman, so therefore she has to get divorced because she obviously failed. Whereas he, because he's a man, gets the, you know, gets okay, the dead wife. Not, yeah. 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 He doesn't have to feel shamed because his wife died. No. Because no. it was just, it, we don't know why. Yeah. That's... I mean, maybe someone took a butter knife to her, but <laughs> no, she's she probably died of natural causes of some sort. I mean, I have been watching a lot of Dateline where people murder their wives, so I mean, we don't know really what happened And he with is Victor. really cute, and the cute guys are always... <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I'm just saying. Um, okay, so we get back to the castle, and... Um, Brittany and Kate are talking about kind of their top top ten, and Kate's like, actually, it's a top nine because Petra Petrovich, who is part yeah. of the top ten, and she's what really like number one. Name. Yeah, that's quite a name. Like they couldn't have come up with something better than yeah. Petra Petrovich. Come on, people. Oh, Hallmark. Um, yeah. So like, let's just give her the most like stereotypical like Romanian name or something or like you know Eastern um, European Eastern yeah. European name there you go um anyone Transylvanian name anyway so um I, and honestly my whole thing was how have they worked down through all these women like th this is the first we have seen of any of these yeah, women I want to hear Britney's you know I'm trying would like to know what Britney looks for yeah what's her analysis based on I might need to use that at some point yeah is there a questionnaire 
Is there some sort of algorithm? I want to know about it. Maybe they look at the tabloid pictures. Oh, she had a nip slip. She's done. They tell us none of this. But no. somehow, though, they have worked down to these nine women. Petra, though, she's traveling, so they're kind of like, she's, well, she's she out. out. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. She's too expensive to fly in. And this guy's a jackass. That's right. So now we cut to the very cute scene of the prince helping Rudy with his school project. The obligatory sweet child moment. So freaking obligatory, man. They gotta put these men with these children and make our ovaries burn. I was gonna say, it works. It works. Set them on fire. They're like, see, you haven't used me in a while. This is the only time that I think to myself... Clock oh, starting to take. Baby, that would be so cute. No. No. Because I don't. This is what Ryan said to me the other day. We were talking about kids. <laughs> oh, God. What did I say? Uh, you said a lot, but I'm going to paraphrase. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'll be thanking you for this Reagan later. Reagan is always, you know, Miss One and Done. Yes. And I'm like, she was talking about, I don't know, her ovaries needing to go on ice for some reason. I forget. Yeah. And, uh, and I said, I thought you were one and done. And she's like, well, I didn't say I wanted to give birth to the baby or be pregnant. I'm cool with just taking it <laughs> and raising it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. my gosh. Yeah, so this is. So if Reagan's clock ever starts ticking again, <laughs> any surrogate in the area that has a nice chocolate skin color, you're on notice. Yes, because my own real child is whiter than white. <laughs> well, it would still be your egg. Oh, is that how we'll do it? No, but I'm saying, like, if there's somebody more chocolate than me, maybe that's the right way to go. They would actually look like my child. Wow. Okay. Okay. Anyway. I've thought about being a surrogate before because I love being pregnant. Oh, God. But I I could not have, I couldn't use my own eggs because I couldn't give that kid to anybody. Yeah. I mean, my pregnancy was totally cool, but I just couldn't do it again. I was so, like, worried through the whole thing. Anyway, it's fine. So. Reagan's one of those. Yeah, I'm a worrywart. So Kate stops by. She is looking absolutely fabulous. She has got this fabulous bun. She's wearing these very nice black pants, black heels. And then she's got this like sky blue shirt that's kind of got like a like a mock turtleneck of some sort. And it's fabulous. And then it's got like this blousey sleeve. I'm like, see, this is where I wear your blouse. (laughs) No. Again, back to Frozen in Love, where she's She almost clawed my eye out with her damn finger. (laughs) I'm sorry. I got a little too close. With these nails that are not done. She, this girl in Frozen in Love who was wearing this blouse, sorry, I gotta take you back. She was at the home of somebody watching a hockey game wearing a fucking blouse. (laughs) That's not where you wear a blouse. That is not where you wear a blouse. But this is where you wear a blouse. And this woman has worn, she is wearing this blouse. And I'm like snapping up i want this entire look tomorrow i don't know where i'm gonna wear it because i don't dress like that anymore for work but it's banging and i'm all over it i'm sure she's ordered it i want all of that (laughs) right i and and i don't remember where that is when she comes downstairs when they're doing the project oh yes and she's kind of like yes what are we doing you know and and i think she's supposed to follow him around or do whatever because that's what a woman does (laughs) Okay. We just followed She's him getting no, to know, know him. Anyway. Um, and this is where she says, oh, you're actually a nice guy. Ha ha ha. You know, because he's actually helping the child with the yeah. whatever. Um, and again, this is where he digs in with her again, too, about like, why are you still single? You know, um, you, you know, you believe in all this stuff about like one true love and you can find other people matches, but not yourself. Um, and he's like, I think I found your occupational hazard. Yes. 
Mm. Oh, I remember that scene. That was very good. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was good. And she said, like, as I watch other people fall in love, I actually feel further away from finding love myself. Because she's focusing on everybody else. Yeah. I felt, like, I, I felt sad for her in that moment. Like, wow. I did, but I, I mean, I get it, right? Yeah, because I totally you, get you it. Because put two people together and you're like, oh, well, that quality would be nice, or that quality would be nice, and then you realize it means nothing to you. Mm-hmm. Like, it might be nice, but it's not needed. Exactly. Anyway. So, at this point... So, they're running out of time. Yeah, they are running out of time, and she's got to... He's got to meet his ladies. She's got... I think she's got it down to three now, right? Top three. They Mm -hmm. have to do a cocktail party (laughs) with all three. Because that ain't awkward as hell. This was very The Bachelor. (laughs) But this... No, this is exactly what um, Patty does on that Bravo show, or did. Oh, that's right, too. The Mixer? Yeah, The Mixer. Yeah. No. I am not going to go in there, <laughs> no. right around, and hope that you look at me the right way. Mm. Fuck that. Yeah. No, it's just whatever. Mm. Um, so, the father comes in to check to make sure she's finding his true love, and he really just comes in to put more pressure on her. Yeah, because that's what he's there for. Like, get the hell out of here, Dad. Pressure, pressure, pressure. It's Thanks, a lot. King. Stop it. Um, and so, okay, very cute, where... She's, and she's got her hair down now at this point. It's very cute. Um, she, he comes down in a tux. So this is right before the cocktail party. He comes down in his tux. She's like, oh, you know, and I think this is, I think right before, right before um, the cocktail party, like when she tells him about the cocktail party earlier, and then now right before the cocktail cocktail party, this is where she realizes that, uh-oh, like I'm starting He's to- He's really handsome. Yeah, and I'm starting to catch feelings. <laughs> catch him. She's catching him. Like a cold. But anyway. Like a motherfucking flu. <laughs> like the damn flu. So, but I think she's sort of at this point still before the cocktail party, like, no, nah, I can shake She doesn't off. know. Yeah. I don't think she really gets it. No. It's like, ah. Yeah, like, oh, he looks good. Hmm. What's, what's that feeling? Um, but she, this is where the butterflies comes in. So this mm-hmm. is where we first introduce this notion of butterflies. You know, the whole thing, you, you know, that person that gives you butterflies. Um. So, because he's asking. He's like, how, yeah, how, how do, do I, I know? know? Yeah. And that, I, I like this moment because it shows that, okay, he is going to trust her. Because he's he's having a vulnerable moment with her. Mm-hmm. I like it. She fixes his bow tie. It's very cute. Mm-hmm. She tells him to have fun. Don't worry about it. Just go have fun, you know. Yeah, because you can do that at a cocktail party with three women. Right. Exactly. I hope there was more people there. And the one note that I did write, too, is that I feel like at this moment... She's not super aware that she's into him, but I think he is aware that he's kind of into her. I got that sense. Okay. Because I think when she was fixing his bow tie, I think that closeness, I felt like a look on his face. Like, yeah. Like, oh, is that what it's supposed to feel like? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was waiting for that. (laughs) All right. So Kate goes to the community center. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Because... This is the next day. So he's there. She brings muffins because the prince is there fixing the heat. Mm-hmm. So I like that. Doing yeah. what he said he's going to do for these damn kids. Yes. And she's going to make sure he's fed. That's right. You can't do this on an empty stomach. And right. she, he's like, do you do this for all your clients? And she's like, well, the ones that don't eat breakfast. And I'm thinking to myself, no, you only do that for the guy that you would kind of like to see without his princely garb on. Mm-hmm. Because I'm just saying, <laughs> the guy in college... I made him food all the time. I did not do that shit for anybody else. Ooh, girl. Not mm-hmm. even my roommates. No. Um, so she asked him, how did it go? Right? Like, she's, like, salivating for details. And he's like, no butterflies. Yeah. Got nothing. You're losing your touch. Yeah. Shit. Oh, I hated that he said oh, that. Oh, man. And she's all like, well, uh, 
She's all huffy. Well, based on analytics and based on my gut instincts, this should have worked. <laughs> well, I think it's because he said you're losing your touch. And it's like, well, now you've just insulted her. Instead of just saying, yeah, yeah I wasn't feeling it or why. Yeah. He's just going to insult her. So, of course, she's going to react. Yeah, that was kind of shitty of him. Um, so, well, that's all right, though. The theme. She's got another trick up her sleeve. Yeah. And her name is Petra Petrovich. <laughs> oh, God. Petra. So, she, you know, trounces back to the castle. And she's fine, Petra. Fine, Petra. I don't care what you got to do, Brittany. Fine, Petra. And Brittany's her bitch, so she's going to make it happen. Um, well, because Brittany needs that paycheck. That, okay. Mind on her money. So, um, Victor and Lorraine seem to be getting closer as well. Well, and so Kate butts in and is like telling the butler, like, ask her out. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you guys made an impression on each other. You can tell. Push, push. And I'm kind of mad for Brittany at this point because I'm like, you know, Lorraine, she cool, but she is not Brittany. No. Oh, no. <laughs> She's not Brittany whatever though so Mm -hmm. that's fine i guess because she's divorced it's like the dead wife i don't know the dead wife and the divorce cancel out and then that's what makes them mfeo i don't know (laughs) made for each other all right (laughs) anyway victor asked lorraine out out. yeah (laughs) (laughs) um so she asks her out she accepts fine and i wrote damn i thought he was gonna fall in love with Brittany. all right Oh, and this is good, too. And I thought this was a good awareness on Kate's part. When she tells Brittany to find Petra, she's like, set it up, but make it casual. Yes. She's like, I messed up last night with the whole, like, tuxes and this too formal. Yeah, like, he doesn't like that. I got, you know, she's like, uh, you know. I got stuck in the the castle. Exactly. So, but now the king would like to see Kate in his study. And I'm like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. Yeah, that shit's going down. The Jubilee celebration is mere days away. <laughs> it's all of this. Her um, back was stick straight when she said that, too. It's like you have to act the part. You really do. You can't do a British accent slouching. That's just not gonna... Well, you can, but... <laughs> it's not gonna come off right. Yeah. Not as well as that did. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote... This curtsy is a mess! <laughs> <laughs> she does. She doesn't know what she's doing. She's trying. This is us. But it, it, it's completely 150 We can hustle. We can do shit. We are strong, yeah. smart women. But don't, you asked us to do something simple. Don't ask. And the grace just flies out the window. <laughs> oh, gosh. I never said I was graceful. Um, and my mom never told me that either. <laughs> uh, she told me a lot of nice things about myself. Not that I was graceful. Mm-hmm. Um so it got pointed out how ungraceful I was. <laughs> and uh, what's so funny is that after she does this terrible curtsy, he, t- he tells her to go, <laughs> which is hilarious. And I love how they even show him laughing after she leaves. He loves her. Yes. He, the king loves Kate. Yes. He, he, and you can tell he has that. He has to be all business sometimes. But he's cool as fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You want this guy to be your dad. I don't want to be pressured into marriage, but the other part of it, yeah. <laughs> okay, not that part, but fine. So, um, he, the prince is going to his, to the lodge because he yes. had said to Kate, like he saw her on his way out, and he was like, "Oh, like it almost seemed like disappointed that." Oh, he you was know, very disappointed. Like I thought you were coming with me. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, you've got that handled, and I've got to handle something here. Mm-hmm. Well, so you're done following me around? Well, no. I just got something else that I got to do this moment. I'm handling my shit, homeboy. And he's just, he's like, 
She's, Ego bruised. Mm-hmm. And she's just on her J-O-B, like the rest of us. Oh. So, she's got Petra Petrovich. Mm-hmm. She's got her ace in her back pocket. So, he gets to the lodge. He rolls up. He sees her. He sees Kate sitting mm-hmm. at the table. So, he's like, oh, you're going to be my plus one for the night. She's like, <laughs> not exactly. Yeah. Calm him down. That's Bait right. and switch. That's right. Um, in walks Petra. Um, they seem to like each other instantly. Yes. And they're having some really nice flowing conversation as she leaves. And this is where she looks a little uh worse for wear. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, who wouldn't feel that way? Like from, from this moment in the movie to the end, like I would probably act the same way. Totally. Because it is, it's gotta be gut wrenching to look at, well, and I know this from experience, look at someone that you're head over heels in love with, whether you realize it or not, when you, even when you first realize it, and then see them with somebody else. Ugh. It's awful. It is Don't we, flipping awful. Didn't Alanis Morissette write a, write a song about this? Yeah, girl, she did. Oh, it was, I mean, a little more violent than... <laughs> well, anyway, so... This is Hallmark. Um, Hallmark's version of Alanis Morissette. It, that's right. <laughs> that's kind of us. Um, <laughs> so, I'm proud of that. So, Kate goes back to the castle, and she is, like, pacing until he gets back. She's, like, looking out her window and doing a little lightweight stalking here. Like, I thought he'd be back by now. Why isn't he back from his date with Petra? Mm -hmm. What's going on here? Oh, this seems a little odd. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Brittany's like, okay. Well, Brittany's also like, um, you know, how do you feel about this? Because Brittany's already picked up on everything. And we find out why later. Mm -hmm. Why Brittany is... On point with all of this stuff. And Brittany got her number. But Brittany's like, you know, let's, let, tell me how you feel about this. Yeah. She's playing therapist she's like, she's a little like, bit. She's like, why would you ask me that? Mm-hmm. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm just nervous. And yeah. And she just says. Just like that. Perfectly. Just like that. Out. Exactly. And she says, um, well, Sebastian deserves to have someone who loves him. And Brittany goes, like you do. <laughs> Boom! Crashing down all up on your face. Um, what? What? <laughs> right. That is like when your best friend just cuts you right to the core. And like, you're like, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, but I hate you right bitch, now. Bitch, I'll cut you. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But that's yeah, that's the person who knows you. Um, and she defends it, Kate. She's like, oh, I invested my clients, and that would be inappropriate. That would be outrageous. <laughs> Uh, no, it would actually be com. I would think it would be common. It would be human, actually. <laughs> well, like think a real about life person. It, like you're trying to set all these people up. You can't tell me that you haven't fallen for at least one. Well, I mean, probably not. But what's hilarious? Well, though, not like head over heels in love, but like, yeah, I could, I could, I could see myself with that person. Knock boots with that person. <laughs> knock boots. Body rocket. Knocking the boots. I love that. All right. So, um, but what I love this part though, because as she's defending it, she goes, she goes, and who lives in places like this? They shouldn't build fireplaces this big. It's very hot in here. I love all of that. I think we love it is because when we get uncomfortable, we ramble exactly the same way. It is the same ramble. It is. (laughs) Whether it's texted or audio messages, regular love Campbell. I'll be doing that. (laughs) <laughs> oh man anyway so we be rambling so now kate's out in the hallway 
And guess who she runs into? And at this point, she's in her pajamas, right? Yes. She's in, like, pajamas and a robe and he slippers. totally calls her out on it. Her hair is every which way, and yes. she is pacing and, like, upset because Britney's called her out, mm-hmm. and she has to accept it because she's been in denial. Yes. And in walks... The prince. <laughs> who apparently is charming. And, of course, he can't wait to tell her how it all went. It, it couldn't wonderful. have been better. Yeah. Um, and she's a mess now. She's a complete mess. Complete Like, mess. at this point in time, bonbons on call. <laughs> exactly. Where's the room service? But you know there what? There is some slave-ish type person in the kitchen. <laughs> Get me my damn bonbons. No, you didn't. <laughs> there, there is a butler or a maid. Intentioned servant. Who is getting paid. <laughs> We pay people for that shit now, Robin. We do, but probably less than what you would Just pay Just because we live in the South. <laughs> well. It's not still going on. Uh, I know. Okay, yeah, anyway. South. All right. But what I respect about Kate in this moment is she does put on her best matchmaker face again. Mm-hmm. She, like, pulls herself together in the moment in front of the prince. She's hustling. And she's like, well, great. I'm glad you had such a good time. And, you know, she pulls it together long enough to get herself back to her room. Yeah. And you know what? That's what we all need. Yeah. She did it. She turned tail. That's right. She ran like hell. That's right. But she got there. When the rubber meets the road, you pull your shit together. You put your lipstick on. You put your glasses on. You get your shit done. Next day, Sebastian is spending the day with Petra. Yes. And uh, they are in a carriage together. Then they get to this picnic out by the See, lake. I don't remember. <laughs> okay, so that's great. Maybe um, the one I watched skipped it. Yeah. And meanwhile, though, Kate is still going through all the profiles. And Brittany's like, why are you still going through all the profiles? I thought we we found our woman, you know? She's like, well, you know, I just want to, you know, make sure that we have backups. And, you know, like. Just, this is the love of his life. Of course. Yeah. You know, he deserves we it. have to make sure that we're 100% Girl, sure. you are nervous mm-hmm. and you have all this energy and you want it to backfire. But at mm-hmm. the same time, that might hurt your reputation. So you were just shuffling paper. Exactly. Busy Trying to work. keep busy. Exactly. Distractions. Um, so at this picnic, though, what's hilarious is that when Petra and um, Sebastian are talking, he brings up Kate like twice on the picnic. And if I was Petra, I'd be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're talking an awful lot about your little matchmaker. <laughs> Once she basically says that later. Yeah. Um, so that's fine. And he's like, because he's like, according to Kate, I keep people at arm's length. According to Kate, da 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 da. Oh, I think I do remember a little bit of that. Yeah, it was uh, a little much. And I was just like, you better right. walk softly, homeboy. Petra's going to get annoyed with you. Um, and she's, you know, Eastern European, so who knows? <laughs> she might cut you right on the spot. <laughs> um, so Kate and Sebastian now. Um, you know, she sees him after the, the day date. <laughs> this, again, this all feels very Bachelor-esque. Yes. Like, there's night much. dates and day dates and cocktail parties. Anyway, so he thinks they're headed in the right direction because she's out, you know, how, what do you think? How are things going? She asks him about the butterflies. And he doesn't say that he has butterflies, but he's like, you know, I think we're moving in the right direction. And, you know, and he thanks her. And when he thanks her, he this is her when hand. he kisses her hand. Oh, I am putty in someone's hand. Oh, just be charming to me. For me, a hand kiss feels very odd. <laughs> nope. But I'm I am good about with that. Hands. Loud and clear, I am okay with this. Okay, this is good. This is, see, and sometimes, this is why this is real. Robin and I don't agree on everything. No. And everything doesn't strike us in the same way. Mind you, if you're a gross, disgusting person, don't you dare get near my hand. If I don't like you, don't get near my hand. Thanks for clarifying that. <laughs> if I've allowed you to know what my address is, it's probably okay. Because, dude, I had some guy seriously see me at at work somewhere, 
and I won't get too detailed because then they'll know exactly who it is. Um, and he was like texting me, got my phone number from a, a mutual person that we know, mm-hmm. um, was texting me and was like, I would like to take you out to dinner. And I'm like, okay. And he goes, or I could just come to your house and we could just watch TV. And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> no like if you're going to take me out to dinner, you're going to take me out to dinner. Yeah, and that's not the same thing at all. Well, and then he kept, and I'm like, I am not, I'm not giving my address for you to come over and try to sleep with me. Like, no, that's not what this is. Like, I might let you into my house after a third date. Well, he's like, well, where do you live? And I'm like, you think I'm giving you my address? Get the, f- oh my god. No. People If are you have really... my address, I think you're a decent human being. People are really brazen and just real dumb. No. <laughs> Like, I'm sorry. I don't know you. I don't want to know what you're semen. I don't know. <laughs> Keep that shit away from me. Do not need it. Brazen and dumb is just a bad combination. And it is 90% of the people I meet. <laughs> I'm sorry, Robin. Okay, anyway, so he kisses her hand, and they have a definite moment at this part. And the father is watching from the window upstairs, <gasps> and he looks definitely suspicious for sure. Oh, see, I missed that part too. Yeah, so, but not in a bad way, which I, I was, liked. I was filling Easter eggs. Because, well, that's, yeah. And, see, I was going to be like, oh, no, is the father going to break in here and be one mm-hmm. of these fathers that's like, she's not a royal, or she's she's not, you Yeah, know. because they needed to find the right pedigree. They oh, said that a couple of please. times. Yeah. All right, so, so this is hilarious, and this felt very Robin- <laughs> So Kate is in bed. Uh-oh. And the Jubilee Ball is just in a few hours. Yeah, and she's like, a mess? <laughs> this is totally mess? me. I actually put that down. She's got Kleenexes, and she looks all puffy and red. And she's like, I'm in love with the prince. Yeah. <laughs> Not the exact phrase, but pretty much what happened this morning. Yeah. <laughs> and so Brittany's there, and she's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> And then, so then she's like, oh my God, does everyone know? Does he know? I'm a professional. Or I thought I was. Like, I love all this. I love this whole, like, gamut of emotions that she's going through because it's very, it's very us, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I've definitely been there. And then, this is hilarious. Come to find out that Brittany ran the numbers. <laughs> yes, this is what we find out because Brittany's been holding out. Holding out. <laughs> they are only... compatible. (laughs) Kate and the Prince. No, Kate and the Prince are 98% compatible. 98.5. Oh, is that what it was? Yes! And she's like, why did you tell me this? Because now it makes it worse. I totally You missed the 98 and you just got the 5. That's awesome. Okay, so this changes everything. She was getting her son ready for some kind of taekwondo class that's exactly what was happening we were getting ready for taekwondo and i missed the 98 yeah 98.5 right. 0.5 oh geez well yeah. then that that's why she's like what the hell that puts a whole new spin on this ah <laughs> oh, this is legitimate it's not just fake butterflies they're real but see at this point then just hop out of bed get your get your pencil skirt and pumps no, on and knock down doors to go get jump on him first of all when she no. does get out of bed she wears this shirt that is black and white striped. And I just gotta say, I am incredibly jealous of anyone that can wear horizontal stripes and not look fat. No. I hated her in that moment. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Oh, shut fine. up. <laughs> okay. The father's taking a walk with Petra and Sebastian. And then he excuses Petra because he wants to talk to Sebastian. 
because he's trying to get a sense for where his head is at because this yes. damn jubilee is in a couple hours yeah you need to be people. making an announcement and i kind of want to know what it is before this thing starts exactly but hold the phone because they found rot at the community center <laughs> so the place is being deemed unsafe yeah and the roof is going to collapse yep people the heat got fixed this is the equivalent to <laughs> mom and pop's dad or mom and pop's dad Mom and Pop's business is going down the tubes because they suck at planning. <laughs> they have to shut it down? Yeah. Listen, people, community centers being shut down and children being displaced is not funny. something that normally it's, makes me laugh. No, it's not funny. It's funny in this sense because... Just like dead moms are not funny. Yeah, it's just like this incidental thing they throw in there for the hell of it. And it's like, you could do a whole Hallmark movie on this. Incidental the is the very most best descriptive word for this. <laughs> best. Most best. Uh, most appropriate. I'm sorry. Um, but the fact that all this happens, again, like, if you have a fundraiser to save a community center, like they do toward the beginning of the movie, they have a little bake sale. A little bake sale is not what you do when the community center is going bankrupt. No. No. You do whatever you gotta do. You get money from the damn kingdom that's walking distance. Yes, you knock on the door. Y'all got some gold doubloons or whatever it is, because we... You've been watching too much Jake and the Neverland Park. Girl, you know it. We need to save this center. <laughs> These after-school programs. People, working parents need after-school programs. Let me tell you. If, our kids need them, too. If, it's not just for us. If our shit was shutting down in Matthews Elementary, like, oh, if hell. ASAP couldn't do... I would do a naked calendar. If that's <laughs> what it took. Girl, you know it. Now, there's a lot of stretch marks. <laughs> But you know what? Some guys are some guys need need something. They'll take anything you. they can get. Let me tell and if you. I can charge twenty five dollars for a calendar, I will sign make, me up. I will make it hot. <laughs> there will be chocolate syrup or something. I will make it hiding hot. everything. That needs right, to we can we can Photoshop uh, that. All right. Oh my so, god, Kate is so. I can't believe we just went there. I know. <laughs> Kate is so into this damn community center. So while this because whole, it's a distraction exactly while this whole walk is going on, she's been here learning about this roof falling down and all this business. Well, Chatsworth and Lorraine are googly eyed. Yes, and Rudy is just outraged. Yeah. <laughs> we, the prince has to help us with the. I mean, he is just like kids do, right? Like the kids in America with the whole gun campaign, Absolutely. right? Stop shaming on those damn kids just because they're pissing you off. That's right. He, yeah. Bravo. He's the one who's demanding money from this kingdom that's in walking distance. He's like 10. And he's got the right idea. Thank you. Good job, Rudy. Um, so anyway, <laughs> and I'm like, isn't Kate's work done at this point? Well, Why I'm is she about still there? <laughs> I know. <laughs> we go far. Listen, we need people to understand our lives. So... Yeah, why is she still there? L leave. You need to put on a prom dress. Yes, get it. So she runs off to meet the prince. Kate does. Um, so it's nighttime outside the castle. And he says to her, you know, Sebastian, you know, I was missing you today. I felt like you were, you know, like, where were you when I was spending the day? Because he's like, she's avoiding me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, and she's like, yeah, I, you know, I feel badly about that. I was, you know. Um... And I don't, you know, he's like, you know, Petra was meeting the king. You weren't there, blah, blah, blah. He's like, my head is spinning. I'm trying to make this big decision. And, um, you know, she's kind of like, I've given you everything I can, you know. And mm -hmm. so, which to my point is like, why are you still even there then? But it's fine. Because yeah. she's got to show up at this wedding, I guess. <laughs> she's going to stay through the, till the whole wedding. Can you imagine if they <laughs> got to a wedding and she had to stand there? The little tiny priest? Because, of course, there would have to be a priest oh. in some kind of crazy-ass cathedral <laughs> that had heating. Yeah, and she's just standing there. That doesn't have a children's program. In the middle of the, the aisle. Catholic people in Valdavia hate kids. 
Okay, stop. All right. But he's like, I need your advice. You're the expert. Tell me what to do, he says. And she says, I can't. Yeah, and so then cool. they have this, like, really breathy conversation. And then she starts oversharing right before he proposes to another woman. Like, perfect timing, Kate. Way to go, Kate. It's like, I'm your matchmaker. <laughs> <laughs> and I want what's right for you. <laughs> but my ovaries are screaming inside right now. Exactly. When women get breathy like that, an ovary is swelling. It's burning. <laughs> That's our reaction. Oh my gosh. And he's like, I thought you'd say that. It's like so breathy. It's just like a lot of a mess. Anyway, so he's like, well, I've made up my mind. And I think in that moment, he was waiting for her to say, no, I want you or whatever it is. Yeah. A guy needs, to, uh, you know, we, yeah, men need a lot, but women tend to, <laughs> at least, so, well, some women, right? Some women are perfectly fine going up and doing everything. Some women want to be the ones that are pursued, are, are pursued mm -hmm. and proposed to, and mm -hmm. that whole hopeless romantic. I am one of those. Now, mind you, if you don't move fast enough, I will get shit done. But I would rather the guy make the move. But at the same time, we also, I think, have this double standard mm -hmm. where men always have to be the macho guy, but we get mad at them if they're too macho, if they're too egotistical. But yeah. well, we're going to make him not have any clue if we like him or not, but he has to make all the moves. It's like, no, you can, you can give the guy the, you know, the sexy wink. Give him something. Right. Yeah. No, I agree because with that. Because it is very vulnerable for anybody to go through that. Yeah. It's, it's hard for a guy to know what to do sometimes nowadays, I think. Well, and and I, he, I totally and get that. Your, his father hired you to get him married to somebody else. He needs some kind of prodding here to know if you are thinking anything. Yeah. And she says to him, you know, he uh, says, well, I'm going to, I'm going to propose to Petra. And she's like, congratulations. And then she <laughs> and hightails it out of there. Sounds like she's going to cry though. Yeah. <laughs> so now she's in the mirror feeling sad. And she asks Victor, because Victor comes by and she's like, hey, I have a fa I have a favor to ask of you. Yes. I am going to cut in real quick. Yeah. Only to point out that she's wearing this t-shirt and, and black pants. Mm -hmm. Still nice looking. Yes. But very casual. Her hair's down. Mm -hmm. And I think this is the first time that the prince even sees her that way. Yeah, Kinda casual. Up. Yes. I, except for the bathrobe incident. It, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. Anyway. Um, now she's with Victor. She's with Victor and she has a gift Chatsworth. for Petra. <laughs> Chatsworth. And um, so she gives Victor the gift for Petra. Which yes. we don't see until later. Yeah, we, it's a jewelry box looking thing. But exactly. It's kind of big, so we know it's not a ring. Right. <laughs> that would be odd if she gave that would be, Yeah, that would be silly. I would be like, I ain't doing this shit. <laughs> yeah, you ain't paying me enough for this. Exactly. So, but she does see Sebastian on her way back to her room to get dressed, supposedly. And he's all suited up with that kingly sash thing that they wear. <laughs> or the princely sash. sash. I don't know what it yeah. is. You know, these weird fucking yeah. sashes. So yeah. odd. Um, they have this weird banter. And then she says, and they I both love... know it's weird. Oh, they both know it's weird. It's so just, yes, awkwardly weird, but both knowing it. Yeah. And she says, well, it's about time for me to go slip into something way less comfortable. <laughs> Which, <laughs> Which is I awesome. Hilarious. And perfect. So perfect. Um, and she hightails it out of there again. Again. But before she does, he says, I really am very, and he kind of trails off and she says, I can see it in your eyes. And she's meaning for Petra, and I think he's meaning for yeah. her, obviously. So, anyway. Well, and I think, even up to this point, and it's almost like he can't tell if 
he's in love with Petra or if he's in love with Kate because he knows he's feeling it. But he has two women in his life That's and he can't point. figure out which one it is because let's face it, and I'm just putting it out here and I've said this before on other occasions, but if you are unhappy in one situation but you have someone who's constantly filling you up and making you feel better, you don't know how unhappy you are. Hmm. Because someone else is filling, fulfilling that need that someone else, uh, that you're trying to get from, you know, person B, sure. but person A is filling that void, so mm -hmm. you don't know how bad person B is for you. Sure. And so he has A being Kate, who's trying to put him with person B being mm -hmm. Petra. He, I don't think he can even figure out are, who are the butterflies for. Yeah. That's a because good I point. have them all day long, but they only started since I started thawing with Kate, which is the same time Petra came in. Exactly. That's actually a really good point. So really good I think point. he is just confused as all hell, and he needs a sign. And damn it, Kate. <laughs> damn it. He was trying to wave flags in your face, and it just didn't work. Um, so speaking of that, it is Jubilee Ball time. Everyone's there, including um, weird-ass kids. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> these these show weird. up everywhere because how apparently these, they're connected. How did these kids get from New York to Valdavia. I'm just totally confused well, about it's this. it's a thing called a plane. Oh, well, I, clearly, but Someone's just, parents are loaded and knows this the right people. But none of these parents are with them, so whose no. kids are these, anyway? And how do they not end up pregnant yet? <laughs> also... All those rooms? Yeah. <laughs> Stop. Also, Brittany <laughs> finally gets her glasses removed. <laughs> yeah, she put her contacts on for once. It's like her braces came off. She's freaking gorgeous. She's got a mad frumpy dress on, though. She does, but her hair is nice. But they had to do that. Yeah. Um, Petra comes in looking absolutely fetching, um, and she's got this butterfly pin, which was the gift from Kate. Yes. And the butterflies and the butterfly pin, you see it all yeah. coming together. Right, yes. people? Okay. I hope so, because I didn't the first time I watched it. It took me a hot yeah. minute. So, of course, Sebastian sees her and feels the need to ask Petra where Kate is. <laughs> If I was Petra. Because that's nice. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Thanks. I look nice. I'm standing in front of you looking like a damn vision. Yeah. <laughs> and you are worried about this matchmaking hoe. Like, I'm telling you right now. You look handsome too. Thank you. <laughs> right, exactly. Thanks for focusing on me for mm -hmm. even three seconds. And then Kate does the most unprofessional thing she could have ever done. <laughs> but yet, it's so not right. It's not comfortable. And I hate it. But still, I'd probably do the same damn thing. I could see you doing this. So, <laughs> hey, <is> it... <laughs> and what's great, I can't though, tell if that was said with love. It was said with or judgment. Face. Always love. Always love. But he even goes to Brittany. Where's Kate? <laughs> like, yeah. Because Kate ain't there. These people are like, and Brittany's like, you know, she told me she was getting ready. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, like can we focus on uh, yeah, the speech? Yeah. You you're about to, to do this yeah. other thing. Kate's at the damn train station, like Robin said, like, so unprofessional. Like, peace out. She even told him she was going to get ready and then and left. I think she, she probably was. And she's probably like, I can't do this. Yeah. I can't do this. She couldn't do and it. And you think, here's, what, here's where my mind would be. If mm -hmm. I was in this situation, not that I would ever be in this situation. <laughs> but I'd be like, I can go down there and look miserable and cry. Or I can leave. What's going to be worse? Exactly. And the worst would be the crying. Yeah. I cannot stand here and watch these two people fall in love all in this ball gown and this mascara. It's not going to go uh, it's very not, well It wasn't even all. a ball gown. We'll get to that. That's true. <laughs> okay. So now the prince is giving his speech 
And I love all of this subtext that is happening during this speech. I don't know what he said. He was talking about the community center and how they're going to save this damn thing. Yeah. Good job, do the damn thing, save the damn community center. Meanwhile, though, Petra looks back at Kate's empty seat. And Brittany's sitting there like, okay, yeah, I don't know where Kate is. Yeah, but that Petra looks even more uncomfortable so then uncom- Sebastian does that Kate's not there. Exactly. Like, she's, she's her like, lifeline. Like, what am I going to do? Exactly. And I couldn't tell if she was satisfied that she wasn't there or if she was nervous that she wasn't there or, or if she, she just was- didn't care that she wasn't there. <laughs> or she was putting pieces together because Sebastian's talking about love and he is not making eye contact with and her. boom, I think that's what it was. She was putting pieces together. And then the father looks at Petra, who's looking at the empty seat... <laughs> And he's definitely putting pieces together. And then, oh, I love this. Oh, jeez. the king gets up and just walks the hell out of there. Yep. And he's where just, do you think he's headed? The train station. To the train station. <laughs> <laughs> he's about to save this movie. I um, see what you did there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then, at the train station, uh, Kate's getting a text from Brittany, like, Sebastian's looking everywhere for you. And she's just like, whatever. I'm not... She's not even responding. Yeah. She's like, she's probably like, uh, Brittany's going to get a really good, uh, bonus this year. (laughs) Exactly. Because I know I did just leave her high and dry, but I'm out. Mm -hmm. So the father gets to the train station, the king, and he says, you're supposed to be at the ball. Oh no. She says to him, you're supposed to be at the ball. And he says, as are you. (laughs) He like yells at her at this train station for all these passengers. Yeah. And they're all like like, looking because it's the king and they're (laughs) like, should I bow? Because they're all as awkward as we would be. Like They're all doing this awkward curtsy <laughs> yeah. in the background. You're like, am I curtsying? Am I bowing? Like, do I need to be on my knees? Can I stand? I don't know. I, I start look kneeling. <laughs> what? Um, um. <laughs> but, and I don't know the wording. You probably know the wording. But he's like, I paid you to find the love of my son's life. And she's like, well, I did that. And he's like, Ooh. Yeah, no. He says, you promised to find my son is happily ever after. And I believe it's you. Yeah. Whoa. Totally cool. Whoa. And that's your side. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you have to throw that in. I had to do a Joey. Oh, that was beautiful. So commoner and the obnoxious American that she is gets the nod from the Volva King. That's the Volva King. <laughs> that's terrible. All right. So back to the ball. Victor, Lorraine, and Rudy are wondering where the king is. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's wondering where the king is because he's like, this ball is for him. Yeah. And he just peaced out. Absolutely. And so Petra, who, you know, she's a, she's a real woman. She's smart and she's mature. Yes. She goes up to Sebastian to talk and she's definitely getting the sense that they are not made for each other. Yeah. <laughs> With all these looks, she's, she's put it together. The yeah. puzzle is assembled. And she's like... I don't like, think... Yeah. Yeah. She's like, you know, they agree that they are wonderful as friends. Yes. Which is a lovely thing. I don't think what we first thought we had is really what we have. Because nice. you take the Kate away and you realize that B is no butterflies. Wah, wah. Yep. There there went your butterflies, right? Yeah, you your butterflies. And Petra gives him the butterflies. I love that. Because she knows she knows. Yeah. And she tells him you should give this to the person who gave it to you and never let them go. Yes. Oh my goodness. <clears throat> love her. So the king is back. She's probably um, really good at tennis too. She probably is. That anyway, Petra. Fake ass scenery. <laughs> I mean, if, I feel like Hallmark had a budget cut. They did. Again, and then the dress. Oh, so, yeah. They were at $1,999,000 and 99 cents. Yeah. We couldn't go to the coast 
No, we couldn't find a castle in Canada. There's one in Toronto. Yeah. I can tell you where it is. Anyway. So anyway, um, now the father's making a speech, the king, um, and Sebastian has to make his announcement. Well, well, the father, one of the things the father does is the father's talking about how 30 years ago he met the, you know, Mm. he took over the crown, but he had the love of his life by his side and his son doesn't. And he starts talking about Queen Christina. Yes. And how when she walked into a room, she filled it and everyone would stop. And immediately on cue, Kate walks in in the most hideous discount prom dress ever (sighs) that Hallmark could find. This dress was like such a travesty. (laughs) It's a 12-year-old's dress. Like, we got glitter, we got sequins, we got... Like oversized flowers in sequins, purple and on purple on purple. Yes, it is like a taffeta like chiffon, a vomit mauve color. I don't know yeah, what is gross. happening. Like grandma's old wallpaper. It is not with elegant a pink sash in because any, that's what every woman needs around her waist. It is not elegant in any sense of the imagination. No, but her hair is down. Yes, so that's that's a plus. And everyone stops. <gasps> Look oh, yes. at that hideous dress. That's what they're all thinking. Yes, she comes in all awkwardly, like like someone threw her into the room. Yeah, <laughs> it's very odd. But she's. Gorgeous. I'm sorry, I was just vomiting in the bathroom for yeah. the last two hours. <laughs> she's gorgeous though, and um, so of course Sebastian sees her, makes his way over to her. And they have a conversation because he's about to make his own mm-hmm. announcement, and she tells him, "Just speak from your heart." Oh God! Again, again. when people tell you this well, shit, um, and the valet starts kissing uh, Lorraine. That's kind of nice. Oh, that was very cute. Yes, take the leap. Yes. So he says, in in his speech, the truth is, I'm in love, and I'm not sure if this person feels the same way about me, but what I've learned about love is that you have to take the lead. Yeah. And so, Kate, it's you that gives me butterflies. I can't get you out of my mind. It's you I truly love. And then gets down on one knee and proposes. Yep. In four weeks, which is, again, long-term relationship. <laughs> this is long-term shit, people. <laughs> and then they dance. This is going to succeed. This They are going the distance with this. How is she going to run a matchmaking company from a castle? Yeah, see, and that is something Who we don't hire discuss. Who a queen? Who, yeah. What, what happens to her career? She just started, right? Yeah. See, I don't, you know, I don't know, I don't like this. Looks like Brittany inherited a thriving business. But what's hilarious is that when she says yes, she says, yes, your highness. <laughs> Which I thought was actually pretty funny. Yeah, like, haha, <laughs> ass. Yeah, exactly. And he and proposes with the butterflies. Yes, I love it. Instead of a ring. Which I think is cool. Go with it. <sighs> I gotta end on this note, though. <laughs> I gotta end on a couple notes. But... So, now they dance, right? Again, how does she know how to do all this fucking fancy dancing? <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. I would not know how to do this dancing. You're supposed to have the man f- lead you, so you you just follow. Yeah, I don't know. I would have tripped, knocked out my front teeth. I just wrote. He'd be regretting the butterfly thing. How does she know how to do this fucking fancy dancing? The end. <laughs> well, she's been there for a month. Hopefully, she picked something up. Okay, fine. I play. Um, I would have completely loved this movie at sixteen. Probably up until 18. Your 16-year-old self. Yeah. <laughs> you would have watched it now, over and over again. Now, I would have preferred again. the prince really be... <laughs> the, the, what? Mark Paul Gosler. <laughs> no. Uh, David Duchovny. Oh, my God. With his FBI badge. <sighs> so But, hot. other than that... So, so hot. Totally would have loved it. Yeah. Okay. I'm down for cheese. that. Cheese. Okay. Um, like, five. Yeah, this is a five out of five for Cheese Factor. This is the cheesiest friggin' movie. 
believability in a long time. Wah, wah. Yeah, no, not believable. Yeah. It's from the Valdavia to the, you know, all, all of it. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to the scenery, right? Chemistry. Um, I don't know. It yeah. was decent. It wasn't bad. Like a three and a half, I feel yeah. like. I, I It wasn't off the charts the way that, like, say, Frozen in Love or even um, the last one that we just did. Um, or even Love on fly. Ice or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all run together. Yeah, they do. But no, not When Sparks Fly. I felt like that Anything was... Anything with Andrew Walker. <laughs> yeah, right. There you go. I was waiting for you to bring him up. In. I'm, like, shocked. Uh, Let me tell you. All right. Um, stereotypes. Yes. Yes. Uh, they were five out of five on stereotypes. Five out of five on stereotypes. I mean, all the way from, like, the nerdy girl has to wear the glasses to, you know, she, you know... I mean, uh, she ran her own business, so that was cool. But then she did a lot of stereotypical things. Yeah. And he was, like, the jerky, whatever. Yeah. And I don't the know. The playboy prince. The solemn yeah. father that talks about duty. The community center that's going down. Yeah. <laughs> that's half a block from the castle. Like, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Was... Oh, by the way, that was saved. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, they saved the community center. Yeah. And they named Completely it after done. the queen as well, Christina. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they're going to do. What, what? Yeah. And represent. then diversity, which was just completely in the yeah. toilet. It's white on white on white. Oh. On white. So And white. that is the racial composition of yeah. Valdavia. Hashtag royal matchmaker so white. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's yeah. where we're at in the diversity. That's the, no, yeah. they could so not overall. even throw... Because they can't put black people in a in a royal movie. That's not... Well, they could, but it would, it would cause more problems. Again, Wakanda. Yeah. Like, it's not, you know... <laughs> If they take it to Africa, then I guess they could. Whatever. This is fucking dumb. All right. Um, so. <laughs> well, if you're really going to relate it to Harry and Meghan, make the matchmaker black. They could have done that. They Listen, we all know, though, that they could have done a lot of things mm, and they just to. don't do them. But so what, it's what fine. We still watch them. Yeah. And because we watch them and do this podcast. We'll never uh, stop. They're getting better ratings. That's true. Because we affect so many ratings. Listen, if y'all are watching this, tell your friends. And listening to it. Yes. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> if you're listening to this. You don't want to be watching this. You got to see this. Yeah, you don't want to see this. Quick ass makeup. The I hair am, everywhere. I'm wearing a shirt that says believe in yourself. Yeah. But you're wearing black on black on black. Yeah, I am. Uh, and it looks good on you. I am wearing my Don't Mess With the Princess, Princess Leia sweatshirt. Yeah, just be Love glad you're not in this closet with us. Yeah. All right, so again, people, um, rate us on iTunes. Uh, give us some stars. Give us some feedback. We love it. Yeah, please give us feedback so we know if we're losing you or not. Yeah. And or if we're as funny us. as we think we are. That's right. <laughs> That'd be good. Of it's, course it's we cool are. To tell us we're not. Of course we are. Um, Email us at uh, happilyneverafterpod at gmail.com. And we will be finishing. We'll, well, we're keeping on Markle season until until the wedding. So, oh yeah, look for princes, princesses, and if we ever find any other biracial movie, we'll let you know. Absolutely, people. Well, see ya. See ya for now, or not see us actually. And um, we will catch you another time on uh, Happily Never After. <laughs> <laughs>